0: Now, I know you're one that likes to get there usually about an hour and a half before kickoff at Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Mm -hmm. But since you're watching tonight from home, you'll not be at the Chase Center there in San Francisco. What is your routine before tonight's game with Gonzaga? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, a lot of, you know, supporting Curtis, who's – our man on location there in san francisco curtis has done a great job covering from everything with posting videos doing radio shows and posting tidbits on our board and all that stuff so trying to make sure everything's as easy for curtis as as possible i've already got my link set up for post game so we can get the video and and all that stuff out but um really you know what i've been doing is just kind of going over stuff looking at you know some of the articles the the tail of the tape um, you know, watching some videos, press conferences of Gonzaga, watching some watching some videos, anything I can do um, to pass the time and get this game here. I mean, it feels like it has been a month since Arkansas <laughs> played last. Um, so anything I can do to, to get the time passed and, I don't know, try to get a better feel on this game. The more you look at what the national pundits say, uh, Arkansas has no chance at winning this game. There's no, not a single – person that I have seen that even gives Arkansas a remote chance of winning this game. And, um, you know, Arkansas has shown that they can win a lot of different ways. And so they're going to absolutely need their A game. Nobody's, you know, going to predict Arkansas to win, aside from maybe Razorback fans. Uh, but nobody's predicting Arkansas to win this game. They've got nothing to lose. So hopefully they come out and play loose and get um, get great play from J.D. Note. They're going to need that. Moody, Amude, Amude um, Jalen Williams. Everybody, everybody's going to have to uh, play a really great game. And what I've noticed about Gonzaga also is they've, you know, they've had some games where it's close, um, you know, midway through the second half, you know, uh, and then they just have turned it on and just, you know, just really pull away from uh, from their opponent. And, you know, Memphis gave them a scare uh, in the last round. Some people have said Arkansas is a better version of Memphis. We'll see. I mean, Musselman – some of his former players were talking about, you know, just really that he's had five days to prepare uh, for Gonzaga, and that's that's a huge deal, um, you know, and usually it is. You know, I think this season I don't know if it's been as quite as big a deal, but that's really, you know, around the Christmas break where they had a couple of, you know, longer breaks and uh, between games and stuff, and Arkansas wasn't the same team then thats that it is now. So, um, you know, I'm just – to answer your question, Randy, I'm just kind of, to be honest, just kind of – twiddling my thumbs and, and waiting for the time to pass so this game can start
0: do you send the wife and the daughter to a different room where I'll be
1: watching in a different room yeah mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the case yeah
0: yeah I'm I, 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 my studio is located upstairs it's better I for just, everybody <laughs> yeah I just lock the door that way
2: yeah. So, uh, if you guys are trying to assimilate a regular game, are you each hiring a pep band to come into your room and play for a little bit before the game starts? Not a bad that'd good, idea. That'd give I you the feel for the arena, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hadn't thought of that. That's
0: a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Well,
0: I need to contact Cersei High School. See if there you go. There's just a little time
2: left. That. You can do yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Just like uh, eat my catfish. We've got to put up with Rick's jokes. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, is there one matchup tonight, Trey, that you're you're looking at in particular?
1: Well, I wonder about three-point shooting, obviously, with, with Gonzaga. I mean, they, they can, you know, I mean, they're a great shooting team. But, you know, Drew Timmy, I think that's a, a real important matchup. There are times where he just looks like, you know, he can't be stopped. He's got that nice hook shot. Um, so that matchup down low and really, you know, um, Really both those big guys, uh, Chet Holmgren and, and Drew Timmy, uh, you know, how Arkansas matches up with them, I think that's probably going to be a big part of it. And then, you know, uh, Nebhart, how, how well he shoots from beyond the arc. I mean, he's, he, he's a guy that can fill it up too. I mean, they've got a lot of guys that can. So, uh, you know, I don't know for some reason those three guys, how Arkansas defends them, you know, I think it's going to be a big piece of this game. Well, I think
0: watching some tape myself of Timmy in particular, uh, those low post moves that he makes, that dip of the mm-hmm. shoulder and jab step and all that stuff that he goes through, uh, if he's in the lane, I hope they are counting that he only gets less than three seconds to occupy that lane, but I doubt that's called. Yeah. But They haven't uh, liked
1: calling any of that this year.
0: No, no. But uh, – and then the other part on that is – and I think – don't you agree, guys, that Jalen Williams is pretty good about not buying, as a rule, all those fakes? You you rarely just mm-hmm. see Jalen make, you know, that, that instant move or instant reaction off the, of that pump fake or that drop mm-hmm. step or whatever it may be. He does a pretty good job. It seems like lately where he's picked up a lot of his fouls have been on the block
1: charge call. Yeah, and – Timmy will lower his shoulder and try to move Jalen out of there, and it's going to be interesting to see how that's called, mm-hmm. if it's called, uh, because I've noticed sometimes in this tournament, you know, just watching highlights and watching other games that they've played, watch a good bit of the the, the Memphis game, um, you know, there were times where that looked like that should have been called and it wasn't. And, you know, is it called? It, you know, like is Jalen able to take some charges in this one? That could be big, you know, especially when you have those two big guys down there. Um You know, another matchup we didn't talk about, Randy, is J.D. Notte versus the referees. I mean, if he gets in foul trouble again, it's not going to be a weather-the-storm type of situation. You know, Arkansas will be in trouble if they lose J.D. Notte. They need his offense. They need him to be on the floor.
2: And a couple of his fouls against New Mexico State, one which probably shouldn't have been in charge the last one, and maybe it was against Vermont, too. He had a, a brush foul. For the most part, they're letting them play in the NC, especially in the first half. And Feels yet, like the first half they are, in trouble. the second half they're not, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, so you hope that they just let them play tonight. And that may not be to Arkansas's advantage because the Razorbacks definitely need to get to the free throw line. Definitely need to be yeah.
1: shooting some free throws. Definitely do. That's one area where they have an advantage over Gonzaga. Uh, it, it's not. There's not a lot of advantages when you compare them, you know, side by side, uh, but. You know, it's, they're not a bad free-throw shooting team. It's just, they're just an average. They're like 71%. So they're like right around the middle of the pack around the around the country. Um, turnover percentage definitely favors Arkansas also defensively. So uh, maybe that's another area that they can exploit and, and it'll be enough. But, you know, Arkansas, it, there's no question that – I mean, there's a reason that all the national pundits are picking Gonzaga to win and a lot of them saying they're going to cover uh, the point spread also. But, I mean – Arkansas is going to have to play a fantastic basketball game. I mean, they're going to they've, – they've got to have their A game today. They've got to have a great game plan. I have no doubt that they will, but it's a matter of executing it against them, and that's that's a different story sometimes. But uh, I, I think Musselman is going to have this team as prepared as possible to play, and that's he's right. got a game plan of how he wants the game to go. and um you know, I'll say this too because I know that um, if things don't go well, or if it's tight, or if Arkansas is not shooting, you know, the cover off the ball, if if all of those things are not happening, there will be a vocal group of people that you know express their disappointment uh, on on Twitter, social media and sites. Oh but my gosh, good grief! Yeah, um,
2: I, I said earlier, Trey, I think this team has gone as far as it as you would anybody could expect them to go. And If they, they have. go further, it's a it's a big big bonus. So. They
1: have they have been coached beyond what yeah. I, the, the personnel I think is is I totally agree is capable of. Yeah. Um. I just, but I, just to continue what I'm saying, Arkansas is extremely lucky to have Eric Musselman. Yeah. Um. His whole family, really. I mean, it's yeah. oh, the, yeah. the whole vibe around the program, the recruiting, the social media interactions. Um. You know, getting that. I've always said if you can get a coach who has a wealth of experience, coaching, and he embraces you know technology and forward thinking and innovation. Um, then you got yourself a, a real rare find, and that's exactly what Eric Musselman is, to the letter. Well, my, I mean, you, you didn't hear, so. it or,
2: you may not have listened Monday night when Pat Bradley was on. Now Pat's a little bit partial because he's a Razorback. He said he thinks Eric Musselman is the best coach in college basketball, and he and he gave reasons why. And you start thinking about other coaches, and there are, that doesn't mean there aren't other great coaches, but for some of the things that you just pointed out, and he went even further, I thought, really? You know, I don't know how many people would look at it that way, but I think you're exactly right. I think he's coached them beyond what anybody should have expected this year.
1: Yeah. It's hard for me to say best coach in college basketball just well, because of sure. the lack of hardware. Right. But, I mean, there are – just because you don't have, you know, Alabama's football roster, you know, right. doesn't mean, and you get blown out doesn't mean you're a bad coach. That's so right. Exactly. Sometimes it's just a personnel deal, but. Uh, and that could happen I mean, tonight. We don't know. He is he is the best coach Arkansas has had since Nolan Richardson already. Yeah, that's right. Already and is. I,
2: and you point out that Pat played for Nolan, so he does know of good coaching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
0: other, I think, question tonight is. Once you get past your five starters, where is their mm-hmm. advantage? Because neither team is going very deep. Uh, the the um, Gonzaga five starters each average over 26 minutes a game. I would dare say I think Arkansas's five starters. Well, you almost have to consider one A and one B in mm-hmm. Trey Wade and Devonte Davis, but uh, and then. Concerning, uh, I, I would bet they played 34 minutes minus foul problems. Uh, Arkansas,
1: No. Tay would probably play more. <laughs> yeah. If not for foul yeah. problems, I think if they do a good job with him. Like, no. you know, they'll pull him out before the media timeouts and give him, you know, like an extra minute um, of rest heading into that. I think that's a good strategy. Uh, you see a lot of pro teams do that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And, and I, Rick, uh, Randy, I think that. This tournament, I mean, he's been even stingier with the minutes that he gives to to players mm-hmm. off the bench. We haven't mm-hmm. seen Kamani Johnson at all mm-hmm. and really haven't seen Trey Wade a whole lot, even though he started. And, you know, Chris Likes, his his minutes uh, seem to have gone down in the tournament also. Let's check in with Motorhead. Motorhead, good
0: afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I do. Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, Good to hear from you, buddy. What about Vanover? If this has been discussed already, I apologize. But what about playing our seven footer? No, it's just did, not going to
2: happen.
1: Did, 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 did yeah, be a that, total waste of
2: time. Uh, he hadn't played, in, Randy said seventeen games. He yeah, ma- he does. Da- he he doesn't match up with these two guys. So no. I Motorhead, I'll, I'll
0: give you the same numbers, and I'll give you the the abbreviated version. Connor has not played in the last 17 games. Last game he played in was on January the 18th versus South Carolina. In that game, he played a whopping two minutes. I don't think you'll see him tonight. Well, somebody that's tall can't even get in there and take up some space. What a shame. Well, all right, thanks, guys. Blue pig, mm-hmm. Stewie. Thank you, Motorhead.
2: By the way, Trey, if, if Arkansas wins tonight, how can we become pundits?
1: <laughs> we are pundits, because aren't we?
2: All the all the, pundits, all the pundits are picking Gonzaga, so I, I wonder what it takes to be a pundit.
1: You only say pundit if you're about to say something negative about someone. And <laughs> okay. they're a pundit. <laughs> I didn't know that. I've been educated today.
0: Pundit is negative. That's Dr. Carl. <laughs> Carl, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, uh, I keep hearing about Gonzaga winning every category. What about coaching? Uh, Mark Few seems to have been a, a college coach for most of his life. Yeah. Musselman has a different experience. Who gets the edge in
2: coaching? And I'll yeah. hang up and just listen. Hey, before Trey address, Mark Few is a great coach. Let's just, Tony. Yeah. He's at Gonzaga, a small school, and he's taken them to heights that a school like that should never imagine. So, yeah. I don't know if there's an
1: edge there yeah i don't know if i would say that somebody gets a, a coaching edge um you know fuse obviously been in the college game much longer uh, take you know he took a college program that i mean its legacy was john stockton and that was it that's all anybody used to talk about when they talked about uh gonzaga so uh, he's he's done a phenomenal job uh and then Musselman on the other side, I mean, look what Musselman did at Nevada. You know, yeah. Nevada had no business doing the things that, that he was no. doing there also. That's right. Um, and what he's done at Arkansas, something that Arkansas hasn't done in 25 years. So I can remember, I still remember Todd Furman from last year um, saying that uh, what well, was Texas Tech was licking their chops because of the coaching yeah. matchup. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just absurd. Eric Musselman is a phenomenal basketball coach in every, in every category. Um, and he hates losing. The only time that Eric Musselman's is not on his A game is when he's and doing a press a conference after yeah. a loss. Yeah. That's mm. it, because he hates it. As Ron Swanson used to say, um, I'm not a sore loser. I just prefer winning. And when I don't win, I get furious. <laughs> it's,
2: it's funny listening to Chuck. And he won't get a chance to interview Musselman tonight, win or lose. But after a loss, trying to, to point out a few things that did go well in a game. And Musselman will address that for about three seconds and then go back to why his team lost and, and what the failures were. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's a situation where uh, your personnel have has to – execute and play at their so-called best before you can say, wow, he was the best coach because he made this move down the stretch that, or this adjustment down at the end. But even when you make those adjustments, if your kids can't execute, it doesn't matter, no matter how great a coach you are. I mean, would, would you have dreamed that I think 8 point lead with about three minutes, four minutes to go, maybe less than that, St. Peter's ends up sending the game into overtime against Kentucky. In overtime, Kentucky takes another lead and still can't put it away. Does that take anything away from John Calipari as being a coach? I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame coach or not. But, I mean, his kids didn't execute. They couldn't put the ball in the ocean. And um, you turn it over. Is that the coach's fault when the kids turn it over? Now, it's like the other day. Was that against Vermont when uh the inbounds pass came to JD nokay note oh, yeah. they had the sideline. Arkansas has got three timeouts in his pocket and I gotta believe JD Note have been I mean sure they've been on that situation before. All he's gonna do is call a timeout. There's no yeah. drama. And uh instead Said Arkansas, thank goodness break. the instant replay showed yeah. that the ball belonged to Arkansas. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean yep. it's all just—it's all part of the puzzle. That's right. I mean, Nick Saban's not the greatest coach who ever lived because he has a bad roster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's coaching and the players—it's all of it. It all matters. But the coach is going to take the blame. That's how yeah. it is.
2: Yeah, Does the I coach can't believe it? The you, it you, you're already predicting bad twitters if Arkansas loses. I, that's just. <laughs> That's hard for me. I to I didn't grasp. say
1: necessarily if they lose, but like yeah. the New Mexico State game, obviously they won, and yeah. some of the stuff out there—I mean, it was an ugly game. It was so ugly. Yeah. But some of the stuff out there was acting like they lost, and they didn't. I yeah. mean, they still won the game, and it's in this tournament—you take it any way you can get it. And as I've said before, you know there were 16 other teams last weekend that would have trade places with Arkansas and their ugly win. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't Easily. you wish that people that post stuff like that, you could spend a day observing them? Oh, well, you messed that up. I can't believe you did that. That was pathetic. Pathetic.
1: Unacceptable. <laughs>
2: yeah. Can't you, can you imagine that? You're at work, you know. Like, that's yeah. a coffee cup. You didn't even throw it in the trash can. What's the deal? You know, people get, right, nobody could – Nobody could take that kind of scrutiny. Let's Nobody. try to
0: squeeze in, Geary. There's less than thirty seconds, so Geary, I hate to cut you short, but you got less than thirty seconds. I I,
2: I can do it. I just wanted to say Mark Hughes is a good coach, probably a great coach, but he's not the one that started Don Zaga and all this. There was a coach named Don Munson who had yep. two
1: great Remember years, him. and sure. then.
2: And then left and then
1: left and went went to Minnesota and didn't ever uh didn't really ever pan out after that. But he yeah, got in contact with That's
2: started. true. But they're at a different level now. Thank you, Gary. Obviously. Yeah, they sure are. All
0: right, Trey. Have a great game tonight. We will talk to you tomorrow. That's Trey B. Okay. VogueSports.com be brought to you by Asher Record Service.